Recycle Garage in sunny Santa Cruz, California. Call the blimey scuff. Go blimey. <laughs> hey everyone, and this is the second half of this week's show. I uh, hope you listened to the first one where we had uh, Clay, Mike, and Charlie from firstrides.org, which is really cool what, what they're doing and getting kids on bikes. Yes, mm-hmm. tormenting children. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not making them cry, making Clay cry. Well, that's that's so right. Funny. There's that's no so crying in motorbikes. We decided that. <laughs> hey, everyone. This is Liza, and I am tall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, sitting next to me in Knox seat, because he's not here. Fuck you, Knox. It's Kyle. Knox not here, man. Nog's not here, man. I were you so disappointed, Kyle? I, I was really looking forward to meeting him. But uh, I will I will uh, reiterate what you told me this morning. You are taller than everyone expects, yes. and the garage is smaller. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Running the board tonight, it's Bagel. Party on, Wayne. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and on the classy girl couch, yes. it's Miss Emma. When one is in doubt, one should always give it the beans, darling. <laughs> give it the beans. Yes. And then, uh, <laughs> Followed by a <laughs> kind of noise. Yes. Often a result of having the beans. Mm-hmm. And we have a couple exotics who will be joining us soon. He's outside smoking. I darling. think he's, he's taking smoking. a poop. But yeah, he's smoking. smoking. He's smoking and pooping. It's so exciting. Which exotic could it be? <laughs> There's so many to choose from. Oh my God. I know. I know. <laughs> so, um... Un <laughs> choisi d'exotique. <laughs> As they say up north. <laughs> so, you know how we love it when we get visitors here and this morning... No, we like visitors. I was out there. I'm like, oh, I hope it's another slow morning like it was yesterday uh, or last week so I can get some work done. And just as I'm putting everything out, I hear a bike pull up and we had a a guest pull up and it was Kyle. I ruined it. Ruined your your quiet morning. You ruined Glyza's day. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, I forgot to tell you guys, we had a guest show up last week, um, first thing in the morning. He was on a Jixer 1000 Hmm. with Canadian plates. He had come down from Canada. Oh, wow. And it was on race slicks. What? Yeah, race slicks. <laughs> wow. And he said, yeah, I was going over a mountain pass and it had a sign that said, must use chains. But I thought, I can get through. Uh, <laughs> I hope it wasn't icy. <laughs> yeah, it was black ice. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. What could go wrong? Yeah, what could go wrong, exactly. So, yeah, he had a little crash, had some damage. But oh, Jesus. <coughs> crazy, man. Wow. But at least, um, Kyle, you had a better plan. Oh, one of our exotics have joined us. Hello. It's John. <laughs> hey. hey. And they're off. 
So, Kyle, you came down from Canada to join us, and as you said, you were having a Misfit weekend. Yeah, I did the, the Misfit tours, I'm calling it. I've been <laughs> I love this. <laughs> uh, yeah, we market it, you know, you know get uh, Cat McLeod on that or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been listening to you guys for about a year now, a little, little over. I started, uh, went through the entire iTunes library, which starts around episode 68 or something. Wow. It should, doesn't and, it have the uh, first? I, it doesn't, no, and I, I haven't mm-hmm. found it yet. Yeah, I think um, there's a limit of like 300 or something. Oh, We've yeah. Gone that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I started, I don't know, I guess a year in or something like that, and, and uh, I've listened all the way through. I just caught up last week, actually, so the timing worked out perfectly. Um, but yeah, so I did, uh, you know, listening to everything that you guys have talked about, I did a rider share rental. Uh, nice. and then, uh, Shout out to Guillermo. Yeah, yeah, I got a uh, Ducati Monster 620 out of San Jose, and a great bike. How much was that? It was uh, forty five bucks a day. Forty five dollars. Yeah, you can't go wrong there. Uh, yeah, so I uh, I got that Friday morning. Took. Uh, oh, sorry, oh. that's me. Hey, there's the theme music. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, me. Took, uh, I'm actually checking. Um, I believe on SoundCloud, you can find our older episodes. Okay. And you can also go through our website and cl- click the link to SoundCloud. But yeah, you should be able okay. to find our back episodes there. Good. Cool. Okay. I'll check it out when I get mm-hmm. home. But yeah, so I did uh, Skyline Boulevard, had lunch at Alice's Restaurant, went up to San Francisco, took Highway 1 all the way back. <sighs> and uh, yeah, and then yesterday I went down Monterey. I checked out the Jameson Museum where mm-hmm. Emma used to work. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went down to Big Sur and then back up uh, Carmel Valley Road, Laurel's Grade. And, uh, oh, I, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was good. And then, uh, yeah, came here. So, uh, Highway 1, pretty overrated, huh? You know, it's <laughs> the hardest part is that you got to stop every time you come around a corner to take another picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And was it much traffic? Uh, it wasn't on Friday. Um, I left San Francisco about 3 in the afternoon. So, once I got out of the city, Highway 1 was pretty clear all the way. got really cold after... Uh, after the sunset, though. Said the Canadian. It, I came down here to warm up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was nice and warm today. But yeah, yes, it does get cold in the evenings, which is why we use heated grips year-round. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. um, yeah, yesterday, between here and Monterey, it was busy. I didn't realize it was all freeway from uh, from here to Monterey. But after mm-hmm. uh, after Monterey, you know, you get the uh, the tourist traffic and whatnot. But uh, oh, I got yeah. stuck behind a, a Prius for a while, which was painful. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they're the was. Yeah, you know, real, even yeah. when I was in Pakistan, I got stuck behind a priest. <laughs> <laughs> really? We you know these people who use electric propulsion, darling. I mean, it's it's all too much, isn't it, bagel? Yeah. <laughs> Not enough for me. <laughs> so yeah, you're getting a. You went up into the hills it's, here. It's all so true. Everything we, you guys say. We are not lying. We are spoiled rotten with yeah. the riding no, that we have. It's been absolutely incredible. The weather's been pretty good. Uh, the riding's been incredible. And uh, coming here today, checking out the garage, it's uh, it, it's been really cool to see this all happen right. after listening to it for so long. I mean, I kind of feel bad, Kyle, because it was a quieter day. I mean, this place is is jumping a lot more. In a lot of ways, it might have been more fun for you if it had been more busy. But because it was quieter, you got to know each of us a little bit more. Real, yeah. real really intimate see. experience. Yeah, yeah. You, you, exactly. You, you, I mean, I not, got, not intimate, but, you know. Yeah, yeah I was no. going to say, you got, you, got, you got kind of a feel of the, of the OG... Like oh yeah no you know, was, the OG really garage cool. yeah where... I got to ride the mini bikes yeah. uh, I got to ride Lucky Charms which was pretty sweet oh cool. yeah Mikey three times yeah yeah, yeah it was awesome got to ride uh, Liza's uh, Liza Triple XS mm-hmm. after she got it running again so yeah no it's been really great 
I think rides like a brick, huh? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Nice. So yeah, um, we established early he was here to spend the day. I'm like, all right, just start following me. I'm going to do shit. And as I said, um, just try and figure out where to stand because at first you're just always going to be in the way, yep. and then you'll figure out how it all works because yep. we're all moving pretty fast and it, it was true at first you were always like kind of awkward yeah, was, like do i stand here where yeah. do i go what do i do and then suddenly you weren't in the way anymore yeah i just sat on the mini bike most of the day <laughs> <laughs> nice but yeah you got to see the garage i mean i always say it's 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 not anything special really it's the community that comes out of it yeah. special but that anyone can do this i think I mean, if anyone has, you know, a Miss Emma. <laughs> no, I don't. truthfully, I don't think you necessarily need um, a professional tech. Uh-huh. The garage was doing just fine until I came along. Um, it's just it was like, di- it was a different I, animal. I changed it. I changed it the garage to something different, but it was just as valid. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I always I always preach the the fact that if somebody has adjusted a chain once. Mm-hmm. They are the perfect tutor f- to someone who's never adjusted it, mm-hmm. and that's how a garage should work. Right. I think. I think with you here, we get a lot more one and dones. Yes. You know, people show up, <clears throat> and then um, you know we help them. Like, well, you, like, I like mean, you know, Conrad, my, who came today. Right. You know my motto: you're going to push it in, but you're writing it out. There you go. So yeah, um, hopefully uh, we can get more people to do what we do. But I'm glad that you got to hang out, um, not just have the experience here, you know, in the garage and here on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's cool that uh, you let me stick around for the recording. Thank You're you. in the studio. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the train room. Motorcycles and trains. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense, right? All aboard. <laughs> this was all trains at one point. And now I've been taking it over with motorcycles. Have you seen so many toy motorcycles ever? Never. I have more in storage. <laughs> well, and you got the the shelves. And in the I have the ones still. out in the yeah. garage too that are gonna move in here. I know. And it's a very diverse collection because I mean some are absolute perfect miniatures mm-hmm. that really mm-hmm. collect a quality and some are actually quite bad their <laughs> 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 budget yes the, 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 the realism factor is like mm, yes um, exactly <laughs> um but it's great it's a great collection yeah. liza thank mm-hmm. you um but i love that you turned this into like a whole experience and going to all of our our haunts and you know up in the hills and going to alice's and going to the jameson um I think that's really cool that you're doing that. Um, so thanks for coming down. And to anyone else considering, it's it's legit. It's it's pretty easy to do. Like I say, forty five bucks a day for for a motorcycle. <laughs> that's freaking awesome. Uh, yeah, you can't go wrong. Uh, and where did you fly into SFO or San Jose? Uh, San Jose, yep. perfect. Mm-hmm. Nice little airport. Yeah. Get you in and out right quick. Yep. And, yep. Nice. <clears throat> so Emma, I had an idea for a new segment. Okay. I wanted to try out. We'll see how this goes. It could go bad. It could could go good. So um, I posted on our recycle page yes. asking people, what do you want to talk about? And this 
is where we're going to call just people. just had an idea oh for a new oh, segment. No. Oh, God, no. No, no don't. No. no. What do you want to queef about? What are you thinking? <laughs> no, I think, we, I think we should all eat Indian food and then, what's that smell? <laughs> oh, but we all have different dishes and you got to try and guess what dish yeah, they eat. Guess the I gas. think that's the curry the vindaloo. Yes. Oh Who ate the lamb vindaloo? <laughs> I detect a note of coriander. <laughs> All right, oh sorry. Serious right. time. Get it back together. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. All right, yes. so um, I've got some people who said they had some things they wanted to talk about, and uh-huh. I am going to call them. What's that smell? We're going to play a new game called What's That Smell? So let's see if this is working. Oh, here we go. Oh, it's telephone. It's telephono. Is your refrigerator running? I reached a voice box for Mason Rickard. Oh, Mason Rickard. No. Mason, we're trying to call you. Oh, well. Oh, dude. Maybe we'll try again later. Let's see. Let's try and call Dale. Let's see. No, it's flawless. <laughs> flawless, darling. They're probably all on the East Coast, and they're probably all in bed. Well, there's that, too, yeah. He, yeah, it's only 10.30. He might be having a poo. <laughs> Phone call. Oh, the anxiety's taken over. Oh, my gosh. Hello? Is this Dale? This is Dale. Hey, Dale, this is Liza. Oh, wow. Hey. <laughs> and the misfits. Wow. This is really cool. Hello, Dale. This is Miss Emma, darling. Hey. How's hey. it going, all? Hello. Is Emma there? Hmm? Is Emma there? I am. I'm right oh, here. Oh, fantastic. Good evening, Emma. Oh, and good evening, course, Dale, darling. So how are you all doing out there in sunny California? Good. Can, can you hear us okay? Do we need to turn up the volume? I can hear you fairly well. Perfect. Great. great. Well, we uh, we're calling you because uh, you wanted to talk about some, so we want to talk about what you want to talk about. Yes. Um, my wife had came to me the other day and said she wants to ride a motorcycle. Ooh, great! Nice. Instead of sitting on the back all the time, she wants her own bike. Awesome. And we are trying to figure out what would be, uh, you know, good for her to ride. You know, I rode a lot of dual-purpose bikes as a catch-up youth. I have big Harleys now and a Triumph Bonneville, which is what she is eyeing, which I kind of want her to have her own bike so she doesn't ride my Triumph. (laughs) 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 Um, But, you know, I... What would be a good starter bike for her? Uh, and we've discussed if we're going to go around and look at all the dealerships to see what I would be in, inter- I mean, what she would be interested in. Um, Dale, darling, I have a question. How tall is she? She is about five foot seven. Okay, so she's a tall ass. Okay, hundred and sixty pounds. All right. Um, a good starter bike. I would put her... Wait, I have another question. Oh, very good. Yes. What kind of roads would she be riding on? Um, this is Iowa. So... Flat and straight. 
Yes, you are exactly right. <laughs> we don't have the luxury to have the twisty, curvy roads like you guys have. And we definitely don't have the off-road riding you guys have. Okay. Okay. So, But I still love the idea of a dual-purpose bike just in case we find some place to ride like that. Mm. I want to talk you out of that. Okay. I'm Because I'm kind of going I, towards GZ, Rebel, that kind of thing. What are you thinking, Emma? Well, here's my thought, and I'm going to give you a couple of scenarios, Dale. The, okay. The best bike for her ultimately is a Bonneville. Yeah. And it's a perfect accompaniment for your Harley. Now, that doesn't necessarily you know, mean that it's really your Bonneville. Her. I don't want her to ride my Bonnevilles. I would probably be up for buying another since mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my Triumphs will be in my garage way after all my new Harleys are Right. So you can go to that, but I don't think she should start there. No. See, I don't either. So here's a couple of suggestions for you. If you want to get her a bike that she can ride for six months learn her craft, flip and get the Bonneville, a Rebel th 300. If you want to extend that for a year or 18 months, a Rebel 500, which is basically okay, the I same bike with just a little more. Yeah, they make the 300, which is a single cylinder, <clears throat> and then they make the 500, which is a twin. And it's essentially the same bike. I think she will get bored with the 300 quite quickly mm -hmm. and want to sell it and move on. The 500, because it's just got that little bit more power, she's yep. more likely to stick with for a year, 18 months, just really polish yep. up her craft, and then get her Bonneville. Yo, that's, that's, that's a, that actually sounds like a really good idea. I was thinking about something like a CBR 300. I'm going to... I'm going to throw out a couple other suggestions <clears throat> because uh -huh. I'm, I'm also thinking that whatever bike she gets, you may want to ride sometime. So if you're going to get some, get well, some, I you have may a want sneaky feeling you're right, Liza. <laughs> what about a BMW 310? Ooh, that's a good bike. Mm. A, uh, you know what? A GS310. I saw one of those up by the National Motorcycle Museum this summer, and I actually liked that bike. Yeah. So I would throw out something like that as a consideration because you could have a lot of fun on that too, or even a KTM three hundred and ninety. Yeah, let's keep throwing money. I don't. <laughs> yeah, know. Uh, right. I'm, I'm so, kind of with you there, Dale. Well, let, let's. Uh, oh, and we've been joined yeah. by another one of our exotics. It's Henry. Exotic. Anyway, I was going to. I was going to say BMW is also uh, bring my. Was it bring my wallet? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the BMW 310s are made in India too, so I'm not. Yeah. I'm a little eh on the reliability side for those. But what about like an old Nighthawk or something like that? Like an old well, Nighthawk fighter. All right, I'm going to throw out something. Another crazy thing. What about okay. a Grom? Or like the Benelli, a small fun bike. I mean, you know the Grom. I actually thought about mm -hmm. what do those what are those top out on the highway? Fifty two. 50, 52 miles an hour is 
all the money on the Grom, and that's absolutely you know, she, flat she out. She wants something that she can ride to work, which is the next town over six miles. Okay. Mm. You know, she could. She needs a proper size motorbike. Um, exactly. If if you're if you, you've obviously been going around the dealership, so you're kind of in the sort of new and younger bike range, and I think that yep. you know it's your wife. She's worth every. How long have you been married, Dale? <laughs> Uh, boy, this will date me. Thirty-two years. Thirty-two oh, years. Right so, on. I mean, you've been married to this 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 queen for thirty-two years. She's worth every penny. She cooks you big beefy dinners. <laughs> she put ups with your smelly socks. She always does the laundry for you. The house is clean. Buy her a new Rebel five hundred, and she will thank you for it. And then eighteen yeah, months will, down the we line, we will go look at one of those. Then those are a nice looking bike. It's you know, a I don't want something that looks like a Harley too much because, well, even though I own three Harleys, I'm not a larper or nothing. Right. <laughs> I could tell because you have a Triumph. But you know, um, yes, the the five hundred Rebel. They do one in this beautiful cobalt blue it's a magnificent looking bike she can ride it enjoy it and in 18 months time she might say you know maybe it's time for that bonneville and if she's ridden the uh, rebel for 18 months and she still likes it she's ready to trade up to that triumph and i'm actually going to add to the hmm. bonneville i think you should look at the bonneville america oh the cruiser yeah yes the Triumph America. Have you seen it? Hmm. Uh, yes, I almost pulled the trigger on one once. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though but, I mean she is five foot seven, she is tall. Um, a lot of uh, light, you know, a lot of smaller people feel more comfortable on a lower seat height, and especially as a newer rider with a as you're moving up to a heavier bike. But it's going to do everything that the Bonneville does, and then that gives you a little variety too. And it's more of a cruiser-like styling, right. which is popular here in the Midwest. So, <laughs> or even the uh, Bonneville Bobber. Yeah, yeah. And I, I looked at one of them once, and that was. Wait. I'm sorry, that's uncomfortable. Does she the wear drag bars and your feet sticking out? No. Does she wear skinny jeans? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. No scooters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Actually, so no. we thought about a honda scooter they got a little 300 cc one with oh the God. with the cv transmission she oh, was like oh she'll have fun hey, that with would those, be easy and i'm like no scooters we don't do that we're no. not those kind and of actually, actually that is a uh a honda venza 300 that's what we looked at that's exactly that's what we looked at we had one at the dealership where i worked and um they had a recall on the gas tank because it was leaking fuel everywhere which was quite exciting um and i well, took yes and i i took it out for a test ride <laughs> after i fixed it did 81 miles an hour absolutely terrifying <laughs> but um it's actually a good machine but it is a scooter i think if she wants to dip her toe into motorcycling, she deserves a proper motorbike. Yeah. So go with the GS310. <laughs> that, that, I am going to go look at that. Then we're going to go seriously check out a Rebel. No, yeah, I think the Rebel... That, that's not like a deal. If you can get idea. her on the 500, that is a capable bike that she'll probably stay with for years. You know, yep. I'm, I'm just feeling with you... you with all those long straight roads you have in Iowa, and especially because, I mean, ultimately you want to go out riding together. It, that, that excites me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think she will outgrow a 300 yeah. Rebel quickly. 
And I mean, there's always a market for them. But you are going to lose money. And if you buy a bike well, and then six months later you're selling it and you're losing a couple of grand, you know, it might leave a little bit of a bitter taste in your mouth. I think the 500 no, that's Rebel... About, that's about the normal way I do things. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, if you I use... pretty much lose my ass on everything like that. <laughs> oh, God. Well, let's see if we can turn that around. I really think, <laughs> knowing that she's 5'7", you sound like a very long-term motorcyclist who knows what he's doing. So I, think I wrecked my brother's mini bike when I was ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! Took out the mailbox. Mom said, "Don't ever do that again," and that hooked me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, with you and with the roads and. With her being a little bit taller, I really think the Rebel 500 is a great starting point mm -hmm. for her. And it's going to be something she's not going to grow out of quickly. And it will be a good little starter bike. Oh, it'll be a great starter bike. It really will. Okay. Because I'm not so worried much about the riding test, because we have an old Kawasaki MC1 from 73 in the garage wow, that I tend to wow. let people use for their writing test and oh all that's that. a perfect mm. test for taking your perfect bike for taking oh. your test on and that's a fun little bike to put around on oh so. absolutely so and i'm going to throw out <clears throat> one more wild card since we're since you're bumping up to you know possibly a, a, a 500 rebel yeah consider a a bmw 650 an f650 they're not yeah. that powerful and i think it would be a good beginner bike no See, the problem is with something like that i might not let her ride it because i might be on it all the time <laughs> yes well i just I, i'm trying to I think of a bike that you can get really, some use out of you know i'd really like those bm trouble use yes you know, we have a dealer 50 miles away so yeah i could haul mm. it there every weekend which get it fixed <laughs> I must admit, um, I remember about probably 18 months ago now, one of our long-term guests, Jocelyn Snow, arrived on a 310, mm -hmm. and it was in the BMW Martini colors, mm -hmm. and I was, just, I was just tickled how pretty it was. It was white, and it had like the two-tone blue and red stripes on it, mm -hmm. and it was a wonderful-looking little thing. I wrote it. To me, it well, actually felt like a Ninja 300. Hmm. The one I saw was kind of, I think it was silver. Mm -hmm. um, and the people were looking at me weird because I was on my brand new 2019 Road Glide Ultra. Right. And here I am like fawning over their little BMW. And you're oh. like, you're on that thing? And you like this? And I'm like, boy, I would trade you if the bank would let me. I thought of one more. And this ah. is a real wild card. And you're going to have to look this up, Dan. Hmm. Okay. Husqvarna 401 Pit Villain. Pit Villain? Ooh, a Husky. Pit well, I haven't seen a Husky around here for years. Have you guys seen the new Pit Villains? It's I think it's a Vit Pillin. Vit Pillin? Am I saying it wrong? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Vit, Vit Pillin. Vit Pillin, yes. Pillion? They up? come in a 401 and a 701. Yes. And the 401 is meant to be an entry-level, affordable bike, and it has a unique styling and great performance. It's up. A pit villain. Pit villain is somebody oh, who steals sweet. coal miners' yes. trousers. <laughs> <laughs> the vid pit. Well, I don't yes. know anybody around here that sells something like no, that. No, and That's I mean it's the thing is, Dale. 
there's a lot of factors going on here and one of them is can you buy the bike there can you get the bike service there where's your nearest dealership you know bmw being down the road 50 miles that's a player mm. and i'm sure you've got a honda dealer nearby because everyone's got a honda dealer nearby yeah um but these are factors you need to think about because yeah no but everything from our little town is about 50 miles away so there you go so um so that's not bad yeah the really exotic stuff i'd stay away from it's just finding somebody to look after it um but factor it all in um you're really thinking it through and i i think that is just great thank you no, but man, I, I thank you guys. This is like almost exciting. I saw the phone call come up, Santa Cruz, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> we didn't think you were going to answer. <laughs> yeah, you know, email, email, emailed you guys before and had an email written on the air. That was exciting. Now this, well, if you guys play it, that's the cat. <laughs> oh, we're playing it. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, there's... Yeah. You know, Dale, it's just us in the room and um, a few thousand listeners. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think you probably have a few more than a few thousand. <laughs> well, Dale, I wanted to thank you for um, messaging us and saying you had something you wanted to talk about. I hope we helped you out. Nope, thank you. You most certainly have. I love listening to you guys every week. Oh, that's just great. Awesome. And you know what? Um, let us know how it pans out. And you are always welcome. When you and your wife pull the trigger on a new bike, take a picture of her sitting on it, and we can put it up here on our wall of shame. <laughs> oh, we will definitely do that. We will oh, that's just do that. That's awesome. great. Thanks, Dale. And and do stay away from any pit villains. I realize that's probably a bad Chinese knockoff. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I don't. I'm not like Phil in Cleveland. I don't. I don't get excited about Chinese. <laughs> right. All right. Thanks a lot, Dale. Good talking to you. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye. Okay, bye. All right. Well, All right. Go no, so I think I think yeah. valid suggestions, but you know, good on him. He's thinking it through. Um, he wants to make the right decision for his wife, and th what did he say? Thirty-two years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's wonderful. You want to? Should we call someone else? Oh yes. Yeah. All right. I got another one. This one is Zoe. Zoe, what's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Let's try it. I think I think I'm calling Canada. Hey you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hello. Hey, this is Eliza. Is Zoe there? This is. Hey, how are you? I've got some people. Good. How about yourself? Good. I got some people here <laughs> in the room. We're calling because you want to talk with us, is what I hear. Hi, Zoe. Well, I yeah, I saw you guys were looking for things to talk about, and I was just like, why don't you talk about how awesome the street or the speed triple is? So, oh God, I like that. <laughs> Hello, Zoe, darling. <laughs> this is Miss Emma. I I hear you back there. Ah, that's that's cool. I'm yeah. So yes, I'm glad you guys <laughs> street triple is a bloody marvelous thing. And Zoe, I, uh, that's, uh, are you it's in actually Canada? What got me. Uh, yes, I am in Canada. We have I'm another actually, Canadian. Uh, yes, we have Kyle. We have a translator. <laughs> <laughs> your uh, your GTA there, eh? Nine hundred five area code. You know what? What's hilarious is that I actually managed, even though it's like winter time here, I actually managed to get out on my bike today. Oh, so, nice. Which is not. 
speed triple, unfortunately. It's just a uh, little CB500F. Okay. But um, hopefully by the spring, I'll be actually picking up one of those uh, speed, uh, probably like 2010 bug eye ones. So So what is it about uh, the speed triple that you love so much? um, Actually, it was um, a friend of mine had one a while ago, and ever since I laid my eyes on it, I just, there's just something about it. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, I I think it's beautiful personally. No, it's a wonderful I just, looking I bike. I absolutely love, especially the bug eye ones. I hate the bug eyes. New ones. <laughs> you know, I know, I, I, they're one of those things that it's just, it's, you love them or you hate them. And uh, I don't know, like I said, ever since my buddy had one and it was just like, oh, I have to buy one of them. So it's actually kind of part of the reason why I bought the 500F because it was kind of like a cheaper way to get into something similar, if you know what I mean. Like they're not obviously identical or even remotely close close looking, but they kind of have that same upright kind of look so that, that's kind of where i started so, why, so um zoe i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you why the speed triple is such a good bike um it's very authentic and in order to <clears throat> quantify saying it's authentic i'm gonna give you a brief history hole and this is just for that's you. awesome that's- actually i was listening to one of your history holes today um Oh, which was one was it? I think it was in the water dark? buffalo, actually. Yes. Ooh, you got a double hole today. Whoa! <laughs> Congratulations. So, um, That's th- great. This one's just for you, Zoe. And what we're going to do is we're going to travel back to the Midlands in England, specifically Nottingham, in 1985. Oh, really? And in 1985, it was a really pivotal year in motorcycling because Suzuki had just released the Jixer. 750 and mm-hmm. 1100 and it that really changed motorcycling forever now you're saying to yourself hang on how's this going to benefit me knowing about the speed triple well what happened the insurance companies got very very wise to the cost of repairing these bikes very early on and as a result mm-hmm. they wouldn't insure them for comp and collision they would only insure them for really liability coverage but they were very popular bikes so what would happen is um us young hooligans and back in 85 i was 23 um i didn't have a (laughs) jigsaw i actually had a gs 1100 but a couple of my friends had jigsaws and funnily enough they got drunk and fell off them (laughs) and destroyed all the fairing now if you're young you've probably got a very low-paying job and you can't insure your bike you haven't really got the money to spend a thousand couple of thousand dollars on repairing the fairing or putting new fairing so the easiest way to do it take the fairing off put a couple of round headlights on the front high-rise handlebars but keep the rest of the bodywork and that's how the street fighters were born and they were born in Nottingham and Birmingham, right there in the mid-80s. And Triumph hmm. always stayed very true to that original concept. And if you look at a Speed Triple or even its smaller brother, the Street Triple, you can actually hmm. see that lineage. You can see the fact it's a sport bike with conventional handlebars and twin bug-eye headlights. It's exactly what people 
were building mm. back in the mid 80s and starting the street fighter movement it's an absolutely yeah. bloody brilliant bike you'll love it you will absolutely love it to death that explains the bug eyes because that's basically the lights you see on like the jixers and the ninjas right exactly mm. oh. if you look so here's your research go back have a look at a 1985 Jixer 1100 and just imagine it with mm-hmm. no fairing it's already got the twin bug eyes it's already got yeah. them so it's basically a factory post-crashed bike yes <laughs> that's, yeah, what, that's what a street fighter was mm-hmm. and they were fantastic mm-hmm. bikes because of course you had this um, wonderful riding position that you had rear set so your feet are well back but your hands are high and that's why I built my Moto yeah. Guzzi like that, because I got used to that riding position. Mm. It's like sitting on a thoroughbred. Mm. And, of course, you've got this massive power and this great handling, but it actually looks like a motorbike and not like a plastic, fantastic, fared machine. I'll tell you why I do like them also. <clears throat> Triumph, uh, when you think of Triumph, you think of a, a modern classic. Yes. You do not mm. think of them as a performance super sport like you know ducati or or you know or something like that yet here they yeah. went and made a very well a very good performing bike yep. it shouldn't exist yeah. but it does right they did it right and it kind of snuck up on you um yeah because you don't think of those as being competitive with jixers and and ducatis but they are everyone i know who's had them they love them and they're brutes the piss they're, out of them they're an absolute brute that mm. 1050 engine is is mm. one of the great engines in motorcycling today and that three-cylinder yeah, exhaust note it's one of yeah. the sounds in motorcycling um so a couple mm. of tips for you zoe um electrics are always an issue on english bikes even now i mean lucas is no longer making our electrics but make sure if you're buying a used bike make sure all the electrical components work the clutch switch is always suspect make sure that clutch switch is working properly it's a triumph you've got to pull in the clutch to start it and i believe Mm -hmm. in canada your bikes actually have the alarm and immobilizer fitted so make sure that all those electrical connections are good and keep on top of the battery there is a weak point in those bikes and it's the starter clutch and what happens is if people put inferior batteries in them or when the battery starts getting tired it's not spinning the engine over quickly it can overload the starter clutch it's not as bad as it used to be on the early triples. On the early triples, when your starter clutch went out, it was a total engine strip. On the 1050, yeah. when the starter clutch goes out, you've still got to get the clutch off, the alternator off. It's not as big a job, but it's still a pain mm. in the ass, and the parts are expensive. So what you've got to do... We, we, funnily enough, we were talking about batteries earlier on in the podcast. There's only one battery to put in your Triumph, and that is your genuine UASA. You're not going to thank me when you see okay. the price of them, but that's the battery to put in. Always put a genuine UASA battery in a Triumph. And that's about it. Good to know. Keep on top of the oil. Um, They're great. Oh, sorry, what was that? Keep on top of the oil. Use a good quality oil, um, like a Motul 300V. And ride the mm-hmm. crap out of it because that's what it's designed yeah. to do. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. 
that's definitely something I want to do. Um, no, um, so the like 2010, 2008 era ones, they're the they're better. They're the better ones, or than the, than the early ones. You're saying so? Yes, exactly. That's about a good yeah, good okay. range to be in, and just get the lowest mileage and cleanest one you can find. One of the advantages mm-hmm. of being up in Canada, I mean, it's. In a lot of ways, the bikes are probably going to be better conditioned than the ones here in California, because we tend to ride yeah, they, all year, whereas you guys, mm-hmm. you, you kind of put your bikes away for a long time, don't you? Yeah, we try to. I, I, like I said, I, I, mine's, mine's been away for about a month now, and uh, today I just it was a nice day, and I was just like, you know what? Uh, screw this. I'm going for a ride. It was beautiful until... St- I started coming back. It got a little cold, so... Right. Well, when a Canadian says it was getting a little cold, I'm sure it was very cold. But um, those are great... But, uh, my, my... Whereabouts are you from in England? I, I, that's one, one, one question I've always wondered. I'm actually from Birmingham, and that's where, where Are you from Birmingham? Made... My, my family's from um, uh, Bolton, Lancashire area. Oh, so, yeah, like, that's... That's part... Bolton? That's another reason why I'm kind of... Tr- uh, drawn towards the english bikes is kind of uh family you've got, deal, you've so. got it in your blood and you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> we sold a lot of equipment up to canada um you know this 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 it's the mother country you still have the queen on your money i believe yeah yeah uh, we do actually yeah but you know patriotism or not you can Buy a Triumph uh, uh, Speed Triple standalone as just a great bike. The fact that you've yeah. got that connection with England is really a bonus. I would recommend that thing mm-hmm. to anyone. It is a brute. Yeah. There's nothing subtle about that bike at all. And a lot of people no, don't understand like. it, but you will you'll love it. I guarantee you just get the youngest one you can afford, the lowest mileage one you can afford. Keep on yeah. top of the battery keep on top of the oil you will easily send it to a hundred thousand miles and beyond easily that's good well there you go how's that talking uh, about the uh, speed triple i must say thank you very much for phoning me i've actually really um connected with your guys podcast being a misfit um being well just a little bit myself i'm actually a trans woman and uh, basically, I'm the biggest misfit of them all. So, uh, <laughs> actually, that's like one of the reasons what drew, drew me to you guys' podcast. It was great. You guys are all a crazy bunch of different people, and uh, that's 100% my style. And hopefully, one of these days, I'll uh, be able to make it out to uh, your guys, you know, out to the West Coast there, and maybe come by and see you guys at some point. So, yeah, Wait. come on down for a visit. Yeah. That's why Kyle's yeah, here. He's having a misfit weekend. Do it. It's been great. <clears throat> yeah. Where, so, whereabouts uh, is Kyle from? I'm from Sarnia. Oh, you're oh Sarnia. Yeah. Oh, you're not too far from me. I'm actually um, just outside, uh, um, just east of Toronto. So, okay. like, I'm actually from Port Hope originally, oh, yeah. but yep. uh, which uh, is actually a town. If you've seen the new It movies. That's where it's yeah. been filmed. So. Oh, okay. Ooh. Cool. <laughs> nice. Fantastic. So, um, yeah, Zoe, buy yourself that Triumph. Come down mm-hmm. and visit us on the Triumph. Oh, we yeah. see a Triumph come in with uh, Canadian plates on it. We know it's you. There we go. <laughs> well, thanks. That's awesome. I'll, oh, uh, I'll definitely keep that in mind. Thanks for uh, reaching out to us. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Again, thanks for calling me. I uh, definitely appreciate that. No Made problem. 
All right. Have have a good evening. All right. Thank ciao, you ciao, too. Bye. Bye. Ciao. See you guys later. Bye. 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 All right. So, so you know, yeah, it's it's funny. You know, those people love the speed triples. Sp- not just the speed triples, the sprints with the 1050 engine in well, it. And the street triple. And the street triple, the smaller brother, the 675. They actually, you know, in my opinion, three-cylinder engines, that's one of the great sounds of motorcycling. Um, you know, look at your um, XS. Yeah. You know, it rides like a brick, but mm-hmm. God, it sounds good. I know it does. It feels good, too. Mm-hmm. Should we try this segment again sometime? Yeah. I think so. I think it's a good one. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, thank you for everyone who did uh, reach out, um, Emma. What are you <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, she got the handlebar in her butt. Okay, so Whoa. Emma has a Easy Riders magazine. What era is that? Nineteen eighty-seven. Nineteen eighty-seven, and there's nudes in it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, I was in seventh grade back then. And yeah. So you like, might have oh. seen this. Yeah. Oh my God, what's there going on? <laughs> Why do I like motorcycles all of a sudden? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine John furiously masturbating <laughs> in the back of chemistry class <laughs> <laughs> to an Easy Rider magazine. Oh my God, <laughs> furiously. You know you want, you want to get kids. <laughs> you want to get kids into biking. There you go. There we go. <laughs> we need to start leaving some Easy Rider magazines on playgrounds. <laughs> yes. There we go. What could go wrong with that? (laughs) What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) And on that note... (laughs) Hey, I wanted to give a big thanks. Um, We've had a lot of people lately who've been uh, either dropping off or mailing us gear to put into the donation. Yeah. And it's been awesome. We had gotten low on jackets. Um, and we've had a lot of people come through, and we got some nice gear out there. We got nice. some great helmets. Um, so I wanted to thank everyone for helping us stock it back up. And um, we'll be, you know, reaching out, I think, to the MSF classes again soon to get rid of it all. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and firstrides.org, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told them I'd go through our, our dirt gear bag because we have a whole bunch of extra stuff that's been donated there. Yeah, if your kid's outgrown <laughs> it. Yeah, Take yeah. It. Well, no, we'll I mean, get it, I'll get it to them. I have big kids there too. Uh, yeah. John, didn't you donate something today, dear? Yeah, just like a bag. Yeah, a bag I, mean, I found at the thrift store. A tail yeah. bag. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. They didn't know what it was, and it was like four dollars and half off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just, okay, I'm just take this thing, I guess. <laughs> just walked out really quietly. <laughs> well, you have to remember I, that uh, Craig Vetter helmet that a listener found for me oh, at a yes. thrift store. Oh, wow. really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And I got Score. Craig to sign it. That's awesome. cool. <laughs> I know. That's killer. So that's pretty cool. Hey, I have um, a couple of emails. Oh, cool. Ooh. I will <laughs> read. <laughs> yes, cool. Blimey. Oh, you know what? Emma, You're a caution. Wait on that one. Email. You know what? Since uh, Kyle's here, we're going to let Kyle Ooh. read Ooh. an email. Oh, boy. Remember, you have to read it in the accent. Oh, God. <laughs> Is it a Canadian accent? <laughs> close, yeah. close enough. It is not a Canadian accent. <laughs> what do Washington people sound like? I don't know. 
Uh, like Canadians. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Says, hi, misfits, and fuck knock. <laughs> uh, really enjoyed your show with Heather and her story. Yeah. Uh, we are corgi people, and my wife loved the pics of, on the Warwar page of Heather and her dogs. Nice. I think Heather made a great choice of dogs. We call them fuzzy antidepressants. Yeah. <laughs> I sent a couple of pics of ours, Luke, seven years, and Juju, seven months. Oh. Luke is the only dog I have ever seen that sits at the bar on his butt and enjoys an IPA. No. Not really. <laughs> also love the new movie. Keep up with the great work and hope to see you at the one show. Pete Neil- uh, Pete Nielsen from uh, Mu- from Washington. Washington. There you go. Thank you. And yeah, you know, I really appreciated Heather coming down. That was for our Veterans Day special and her sharing her story. And we've had a lot of people respond um, saying that they, they connected and um, that was really cool. And yeah, there should be more people riding with dogs. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Emma... What email do you have? I think you're about to help someone again. I have an email here from Robert Taylor. Um, hey there, misfits. Oh. It's Rob <laughs> Taylor again from Florida. Emma can pick whichever accent she likes. 2008 Shadow Spirit VT750 C2. Okay. So um, I'll choose to read it in... A Birmingham accent. Funny that. <laughs> I finally got round to putting an OEM stock exhaust to put on my bike, as the Cobra exhaust it came with is just too damn loud for my taste. And you know, you're absolutely right, <laughs> The frigging Cobras are so damn loud. Um, however, I had a ton of trouble trying to put them on, as I simply could not get the rear pipe to line up with the exhaust mount no matter how I tried to position it. No matter what I did, I couldn't get the bracket <clears throat> far enough down for the nuts to grip the screw. Nuts. Screw. After fighting with them for two hours, I put them on the shelf and called it a night. I'm wondering if there's some sort of trick to getting it to line up. Or maybe there's something wrong with the pipes I picked up. I also put in new copper gaskets in case that makes a difference. Okay. If I can't get them to fit on my next try, I'll have to put the Cobras back on, I suppose. Um, P.S. That new HD Bronx looks sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I bought one, I'd just have to replace the Harley badges with Buell for shits and giggles. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I so, w- and yeah, he sent a picture. You can see that the holes are not lining up. <clears throat> I'm trying to see what I'm looking at. Oh, here. right. Well, I think there were other pictures. I didn't print them all. Oh. <laughs> Let me see. Um, but yeah, so he's trying to get the exhaust on. So and what's happening is once he gets a header on, the the mounts behind are not lining up, and so it's almost like it's not going in far enough. So there's a cup. There's a couple of things that you Ooh. should you should be aware of, Robin. Um, I'm presuming you you got the pipes for the spirit. Because there's a ton of different shadows. The shadow was considered a world bike, and you can buy a chain drive shadow, a shaft drive shadow. You can buy mm-hmm. a traditionally styled shadow. Um, mag wheels, spoke wheels. Mag wheels, spoke wheels. Mm-hmm. The Spirit is one of my favorites because it's not... Spoke r- wheels, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's not really mm-hmm. a cruiser. It's almost more of a standard. Mm-hmm. It kind of like look, looks like a little Harley Superglide. It's a great looking bike. However, so there's a couple of things. You put new gaskets in. As hokey as it sounds, make sure the old gaskets are out. That's what I was going to say, because those gaskets get crushed down there and build up. Right. And it's hard to tell. And just because 
you flipped out the last gaskets the previous owner mm-hmm. may have done the same thing oh there's no gaskets in here and put a gasket in because the cobras are more forgiving with the flanges so there still might be a gasket in there make sure you flip it out i use a dental pick for yes that. now the second thing and i think i'm remembering this right the flanges can spin on the pipes so they're not the flanges aren't actually welded onto the downpipes you can spin them Mm -hmm. that in itself is not the revelation the revelation is they're not symmetrical right there's Uh, a right way up there's a right way way up Mm -hmm. and because the holes aren't exactly at 180 degrees from one another Mm -hmm. they had to squeeze that back bracket in behind the cylinder and so the holes are ca- sort of canted away from it so make sure if it's simply a case of depth everything's lining up but the studs aren't long enough heat up the studs pull out the studs put longer studs in bob's your uncle but if it's a case of the holes aren't lining up in the flange spin it around 180 degrees mm-hmm. and try again and I think you'll find it'll line up properly. Um, what I tend to do with these big, long Honda exhausts is I'll put everything on finger tight without even doing anything with the flanges so the exhaust is supported. Because if you're trying to hold the exhaust up and get everything lined up, it's it's a complete mugs game. So if you put, like, the underneath brackets in just finger tight and just kind of wiggle it in and, you know, don't be afraid to get brutal with it. You know, it's a big, long piece of metal. Um, you might have to do a bit of levering and shoving. Um, you know, the handle of a hammer is great for kind of levering things in. I like it because they're made out of wood, so you can't mar the surface. So what, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to sit down in front of the front wheel, and you're going to straddle that front wheel, and you're going to put both feet on the headers, <gasps> and you're going to grab that wheel, oh, God. and you're just going to... Push with your feet. Oh, God. No? Is that bad? Is that bad? It's so motosexual. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to leave the room. Um, No, I mean, honestly, Robert, stick at it, mate. Um, You were close, but no cigar. Yeah, I I think you're on to it. If it's a stock pipe. Yeah. As long as you make sure you have the old gaskets out, which are very... Very easy to miss because it, it's all just black in there. Yeah. Right. Um, sometimes up. you got to get in there with a pick and really just pick at it. Um, make sure that you're touching the hard steel. Uh, it's steel or is it aluminum as opposed to a soft crushed washer. Right. Um, well, the um, the flange that comes off the flange is aluminium, darling. Yeah. So you will know if the gaskets are in. So if you mm-hmm. get a scrapey surface and scrape yeah. the flange inside right. and it's kind of copper colored. The gasket's still in there. If mm-hmm. it's nice and shiny aluminium coloured, then there's no copper gasket. So, um, but I think you're on it about flip, flip the uh, yeah, the yeah, twiddly, twiddly d and all that good. John, are you leaving? Uh, no, I'm just gonna take a whiz. Okay, <laughs> bye. Um, cool. Yes, I think I think you're. Keep right. us posted. Yeah. The only other thing I can think were there any changes in the model years. Now, or sometimes somebody has uh, something listed for the wrong model. You know, and that's obviously my thought. You've got to be very careful with shadows. It's like, mm-hmm. what do you ride? Oh, I've ride a Honda. Okay, what sort of Honda is it? It's a shadow. 
Okay, how big's your shadow? It's a seven fifty. Which okay, one? Okay, now uh, we need to know the, which the one. Ace, and it's the yeah, spirit, the, the ace, yeah. the spirit, the uh, thunderclees, mm, the yeah. um, you know whatever, whatever there's, flavor. There's a yeah. gazillion of them, and you need to get the arrow. Yeah, oh yeah, the arrow. I like the arrow. The, the arrow, they're great. Um, so you know, you've just got to get you, and they somebody might have thought they had the exhaust mm-hmm. for um, a spirit, and it isn't. Um, but you know, those spirits came in red, white, and blue. Very mm-hmm. handsome. Mm-hmm. Really good looking bike. Yeah, I liked all those seven fifty shadows. Yeah, and they go really well. Cool. You know, towards the end, they slapped injection on them, and they went even better. Great, great bikes. Oh, yeah. Bagel, one more email? Yes. Uh, I have one from John Webb titled 1977 CB750 Resto Mod. Oh, that's a good bike, Mr. Webb. Yes. Uh, John says, I'm a big fan of your podcast and greatly appreciate your enthusiasm for keeping bikes running to do what they were intended to do. Nice. Provide enjoyment. Uh, recently, a 77 CB750 followed me home from work. So That's th- this is the SOHC? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says it runs, but it won't stop. The heavy <laughs> bike and shitty brakes curse. <laughs> I'm considering a front-end conversion to something with twin rotors from a more mm-hmm. modern bike mm-hmm. and wondered if anyone there, Miss mm-hmm. Emma, has yes. any suggestions. Yes. I hope to keep the original spoke wheels as well as yes. the overall original look. Yes. Next will be a rear rotor. If you have any ideas about that, I'm all yes. yes. Thanks for all you guys do. JJ. Can, so, can I take a stab at this? Do it. Find a 77 Super Sport front end. No, because he'll have to give it up for Comstars. The easiest way, the easiest way to get twin discs on the front of your bike, Mr. Webb, is to um, get the front end off a GL1000. Mm-hmm. Uh, twin discs. Yeah. Uh, spoke wheels. And if you use the triple trees, because the, the, the legs, the stanchions are actually... A little bit bigger. Right, so you're talking triples. Yeah. Is the stem the same height? Yes. Really? So it's a bolt-on? So it's a bolt-on. Nice. Just bolt-on a GL1000 GL front end. And if you find a front end that still has the master cylinder and everything? Well, you could... No, you can use 750 Honda one. Really? Yes. No. Yes. You have to have a master cylinder that'll pump for two, two calipers. You know, Honda over-engineered that mm. master cylinder. It it's, it pumps plenty of fluid for two two discs. And in fact, they had some weird ideas about how master cylinders worked. And if you look at a CB750 master cylinder and look at a GL1000 master cylinder, it is exactly the same casting, mm-hmm. but the plastic reservoir on the 1000 mm-hmm. is twice as tall. Hmm. For some reason, they thought... Needs if we fluid. if we give you a higher head of fluid, right. it'll pump more. But the actual piston's exactly the same. It's crazy. Hmm. Um, hmm. But that's wow. that's going to be the easy way. Or you know, get creative. Um, I mean, if you want to do something more modern, but I, I'm not going to encourage that on a vintage bike like that. Yeah, you stay wanna... with the same era because you can get a late seventies um, Goldwing front end. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I think he, I think you're on. Stay with that same era to have the same look. Goldwing parts, thankfully, are still cheap as chips, and you know, don't be shy about buying a complete bike with a blown engine because yeah. if you do that, you've got the triple trees, you've got the front end, you've got the wheels. Hang on, you can put the back rim on your hub mm-hmm. and now you've got a nice fat 17 inch wheel mm-hmm. which is going to look really good and will that does, 
can well. Oh no, a K no a K seven will have a seventeen inch wheel already, so it's already got a fat back wheel. But he was also looking for to set up put a rear disc on there too. Eventually, he said. So. Yeah, but that's a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah, you know, you could do that if you want to put a rear disc on it. You'd need the back wheel off an F one. Hmm. But then an F1 is 18 inch, so you'd have to pull the K7 mm-hmm. rim, respoke it, and respoke it. Called yeah. Buchanan spokes. There you go, and say I'm putting um, mm-hmm. a K7 rim on an F1, um, and that's your rear spoke with a with a with a disc. Personally, I, mean, I think that that is a challenge that any um, you know b- motorcycle mechanic, you know, just a hobbyist should do uh, lay some tire some wheels up at, at once. But you know, let me it's, t- it's an experience. Let me tell you something about wheels. They're one of the most overlooked parts of a motorcycle. If you have an average quality restoration, if you put really good wheels on it, just be like, oh my god, that thing's nice. Conversely, if you've got a really nice bike with scabby wheels on it, it'll never be a really nice bike. And some people use Harley rims. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Like you can lace up a Harley rim to your. Oh, if you want that sixteen-inch. Yep. In fact, the turbo mm-hmm. bike. Mm-hmm. It's got the turbo bike has got a Harley Superglide rear rim, hmm. and the front rim is the old back rim off my Moto Guzzi. Yeah. Because I'm running 17s on it, uh, front and rear, with radial tyres. But you just got to get creative with rims. Yeah, and what a great project in SOHC. Oh, they love them. And they, they, the, the late ones, you know, the funny thing is, is about 750 Hondas. The early ones are the most valuable. But the later ones are the better bikes. Really? Well, yeah. The you know the the seventy seven and the seventy eight mm-hmm. had these great pumper carburetors on them. They're really good. They were all they were almost smooth bores. Hmm. Same design as a Mikuni smooth bore, just not had that final finish. So really good carburetors, really good electrics. The chassis was well sorted. The only thing that was still shitty were the brakes. Right. Hmm. So. There you go. But who needs to stop anyway? Yeah, <laughs> you don't need to do any it of only that stopping, you, down. you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've made it to the end. Have we? Yeah. We have. It's past my bedtime. It's past your bedtime. I'm going it's time to turn for curry. Yeah, I'm going to turn into a pumpkin. <laughs> hey, Emma. Yes, let's play a Let's play a real quick game called What's That Smell? What's That Smell? <laughs> Can you tell what I had for dinner last night? <laughs> oh, oh! Anderson's split pea soup with bacon. <laughs> Close. It was Campbell's, but oh, God. oh yes, it was Campbell's. Yes, <laughs> with wheat it, toast. The, the bacon just hangs on the tip of your tongue. Yes. Just hang that out there. Just, I know. You know, take I know. a taste out of it. <laughs> so, um, thanks for making it to the end. And again, um, make sure you listen to the first half of the episode with uh, Clay from First Rides. And I hope you're enjoying these um, double segments. We're trying to make it a little more palatable for everyone. Right. But please do give us some feedback. And Kyle, <coughs> thank you for coming down and hey, thank you for having hanging me. with us. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been really great and i really appreciate you guys let me hang out and uh, be part of the podcast and you you turned down the whole canadian a bit for us didn't you yeah you you know you got to do what you got to do when in rome (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you just got to cut well, out. Thanks, this, thanks cut a out. lot. Eh? Next time you're in town, I'll get you a double double and a honey cruller. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't throw out one sorry at all, but no, if sorry. you really want to pass, just throw out some fucking A's or Helen's. <laughs> all right, yeah. Um, yeah. And Kyla, I wanted to say, you've got you've got some children on the way, haven't you? I do, yeah. Uh, me and my wife are expecting twins in the new year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. So this is kind of my, my last hurrah before. <laughs> this is your last fling. Before I'm not allowed to have motorcycles anymore. Oh, boy. Really? Is that going to happen? No, it's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> it's your last hurrah before uh, you can buy mini bikes and yeah. get, get yeah. them online. I, I should say uh, it's not the end of motorcycles. It's the end of buying more motorcycles. Yeah. Right. For, for a bit, yeah. It's, for, for it's going to be a change. Reasons. Yeah. FirstRides.org. For the next... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Kyle, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, it's been great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and thanks again, everyone, for hanging with us and listening, especially our Patreon supporters. Who are the best of the best? The cream of the cream. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, we've been using the money and buying new tools and doing all sorts of improvements in the garage that will help people out. Right. So thank you very much. Um, and I think we're ready to go. I know that... Um, I mean, it's the Thanksgiving coming up. So, you know, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. I hope you get a chance to get out and ride. And, um, yeah, we got the holidays. And also, we're starting to plan all of the events for next year. You know what I'm thankful for? Oh, do you want me to... you want to smell my dinner again? No. No. (laughs) I'm thankful for being part of this this thing, this motorcycle thing. You know, I think... This crazy thing. It is. It's a thing. You know, it's a big thing. It really is. And we're part of it. It's wonderful. We are in it, that's for sure. And then that's why it's so much fun to have people like Kyle come down. And, uh, you know, I, I know that there's a lot of misfits out there. And they, they come down and they're just one of us. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. One of us. So on that note, thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate it. On that note, I think we're going to get out of here. This is Liza. John Dalton. Kyle. Bagel. Emma Darling. Henry. And we are out of here. Cool. 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 cool.